All right, guys, and welcome back to Shout Out with Seth and Daniel. We're going to be doing something new today, something I've never done before, but we're going to try it for the first time just to kind of see how it works. I've got a bubble studio today. Woohoo! <laughs> Yes, you've seen it on TikTok, you've seen it on Twitter, and now you're going to hear it right here on Anchor. My co-host is actually driving while he's uh, podcasting, so this should be an interesting experience to say the very least for at least one of us. Anyway, go right on ahead. All right. Just a few things kind of throw out there. Um, the Alabama Senate race is, it looks like it's getting nastier and nastier. Um, but I will say this. I, I will give, I will give points for consistency on this. Mo Brooks has basically not changed his message. He's saying he will stand up for Alabama. He's a conservative. He'll stand up Joe Biden, and he said he's got a better record than um, Mike Durant and the, uh, oh, yes, Katie Brett. And he says he's, he'll stand up Joe Biden, and even he said he's even stood up to former President Donald Trump. I don't know if I would be, you know, as a Republican, Conservative Republicans. I'm not sure if I really want to do that or not, but anyway, he's going for it. So, <laughs> again, one of those interesting things. We will see what comes of that. Your thoughts, co host? Mo Brooks is a scumbag of the first order. He's pro abortion, he's a gun grabber, he's a rhino. And I don't want him anywhere near the Senate. That's all I'm going to say, because he infuriates me. Point well taken. And it's interesting that you call him a rhino because he calls Mike Durant a rhino. So I'm thinking Mike Durant is, you know, after hearing you say that, co-host, I'm thinking that, I'm thinking that Mike Durant's probably the best way to go. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, after hearing Mo Brooks saying stuff like, the problem with all the crime here in Alabama is that we have too many guns. If we disarm the citizenry, the crime will go away. Uh, No. Take a look at Chicago. Take a look at Detroit. Those places are heavy on anti-gun laws, and both towns have gone to hell in a handbasket faster than you can say, I'm sorry. True that. Moving right along into some, moving right along into one of our, I want to talk about the disinformation board. If this is an attack on free speech, I don't know what the heck is. Um, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Mayor decides to create this thing. 
not funded or anything, and he's like, oh, he'll crack down on all of this information out there. Wrong. The only reason this even came about was when Elon Musk decided to buy Twitter. And once his bid went through, this full different information board comes about, and I'm just like, but I mean, I look at, I'm like, this is a tech on free speech. Our 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 ability to voice ourselves for anything is being attacked. Why can't people see that? Your thoughts, Daniel? The disinformation board. Has anyone ever read 1984 by? George Orwell. This complements it perfectly. The Democrats have lost the ability to control the message because they no longer have mouthpieces controlling Twitter. And now that the now that the conversation is opening up to everybody and they can't control the narrative both ways, they're running scared. And this disinformation board is basically just taking the uh, the Twitter and Facebook fact checkers and putting them into a federal position. And this is dangerous because you're going down a slope where still only one side is being allowed to talk. You know what else? You know what other countries do stuff like that? China, Russia, Vietnam, South, I mean, North Korea. That's communism. That is the beginning of communism. And it's going to just make matters far, far worse because what is the one thing, the one single event that every single communist regime has started before it took over the government? a civil war. And I am terrified right now. I'm terrified that I'm going to be silenced. I'm terrified that I'm going to be gagged. I'm terrified that I could be placed in a, a prison or a labor camp or a, a re-education camp, if you will. And that is not a joke. That could very well happen if these people get their way. And I, for one, think that the uh, the uh, what is what was that place called? The NSA? Did you say the um, Department of Homeland Security? Department of Homeland. The Department of Homeland Security is not supposed to be uh, politically biased. They're supposed to be completely neutral and. This sounds like they're falling into the Democrats' hands. And if the Department of Homeland Security falls in the Democrats' hands and they become an arm of the government, I don't even want to think about that. You might as well call the Department of Homeland Security the People's Liberation Army of America. And it's also not constitutional, as I was trying to bring up earlier, I believe. I, it is an attack on the Bill of Rights. Our freedom mm-hmm. of speech is definitely being infringed upon. And yet, it's like, it, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, like, they're like, oh, 
it, it, no, it's not. And they ain't had the, the lady who's over it do all this little stuff on TikTok and whatever else. Like, singing like, oh, this is how you do it. It's, it's really kind of fun singing it like your tunes Mary Poppins and whatnot. And I'm like, lady, you're just trying to put lipstick on a pig. That's all you're doing. <laughs> well said. And I just, uh, I'm, I am definitely wanting to put an email in my congressman, Barry, Senator, um, definitely Senator, both your senators and your congressman, congressman need to hear about this. It, I remember um, there's like a senator from Missouri. His name escapes me right now, but he has said he has said before he will not fund it, and I applaud him for that. Amen to that. The less traction this gets, the happier I will be. I hope that the Senate and Congress both just wake up. And they drop this whole idea of a ministry of truth and just drop the hammer on it. Just wipe it off the board completely. Exactly. On the subject of uh, freedom of speech, however, there's going to be quite a few characters that... Hello? Hello? Hello, apologize for that technical difficulties. I'm finally back here at my house. The car is parked. But that was a that was a fun little experiment and I'm glad we were able to do it and no problems. No harm, no problems, so glad of that. Anyway. Um, what I wanted to talk about was the Supreme Court, um, the, the leak about the Supreme Court. I have heard that this is like major league bad. And while I definitely, I on a personal level support the overturn of Roe versus Wade. That's just me personally. I'm not going to force that belief on anyone else. I just believe that human life is precious, period. And I believe it's murder, but I'm not going to force anyone else to believe that. We all have our own beliefs to be hold to and hold dear. But the way that they're um, the Supreme Court justices could be in danger and. Chuck Schumer, don't give me, oh, man, that guy, he really, at the very least, the Senate, the Senate should censor him. But this, I, I am glad, though, that it sounds like it's going to be overturned, but that leak, though, this is, Dan, who do you think did it, and what was their, what do you think was their motivation? Okay, boys and girls, I'm feeling a little frisky tonight on this subject because 
There is a ton of things that I want to talk about upon this uh, leaky boat we call the Rovis, the Wade case. <clears throat> For example, uh, we don't really know who it was that leaked it. All the Supreme Justices have four uh, four. Uh, secretaries working for them so the number of people that could have leaked it is a grand total of yeah 36 i'm seriously doubting that it was one of the judges themselves i i cannot believe that but if it was one of the conservative judges clerks that did this they probably did that as a celebratory thing, but more than likely, I'm wagering that it was one of the more liberal-leaning clerks that did it because they wanted to cause a fuss and they wanted to possibly intimidate the justices to not vote against uh, Roe v. Wade. And I think this is a horrible thing to do. They have put people's lives in danger, not just the justices, but people all over the country. And yes, this is, this is a crime and this person needs to be found and they need to be punished for it. Yes. And agree. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. My throat's getting dry. Keep keep going. I I gotta get me something to drink. <clears throat> but anyway, you know, continuing on this, yes, there is there is a reason why things are done the way that they're done. There's 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 we have rules and regulations and laws and procedure for a reason. And it's to protect us. That's the reason. It's to us and others. And when we're when when we don't follow that, the that protection is gone. And you get all this chaos that we're going into now, and it's just not good. If it was a if it was a conservative court that celebrating, <laughs> they should have known better. If it's a liberal court trying to do this, still they should have known better. They they, they should have known better. And intimidation is wrong. And it's from what it sounds like, it sounds like this could be a criminal offense. And if it is, they need to be charged for it and prosecuted. This is Definitely a case of urban terrorism. But what I wanted to get on to was to go deeper into the Roe v. Wade case. And let me let you in on a little secret. The lady who was the, uh, the chief instigator of Roe v. Wade in the first place, the lady named Roe, she she lied on the stand saying that she was raped when she went to Georgia. And and that's what got the ball rolling in the first place. But the thing is, she, she was not raped. She 
lied on stand. She was a convicted criminal. She was a drug trafficker. So why in the world this was this court case wasn't immediately thrown out to begin with, I have no idea. But it has been hounding us for 48 years. Every single time the idea of abortion comes up, people immediately go back to Roe v. Wade because they don't have a valid argument. And we need to get rid of it, not just because it will save a lot of lives, but it will also give us some fresh material to talk about. And I think it will get overturned because uh, this is another little fun little thing that happened with Joe Biden. He got loose from his handlers again, and he got on stage, and he got behind a mic, and he said, we are debating whether or not to change the laws that will kill a child. And I heard that, I'm like, did you say kill a child? Are Mm -hmm. you admitting that the fetus is a human being? Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's getting spicy. Very. And I will say this, just from full disclosure here, and if out there think that you know, as a guy, you know, I, I'm just supporting this, and I have no, I don't have a clue what does a female is, blah blah blah. That's not entirely true. That is not true because, and I would be glad to share the reason why. A little personal tidbit on this Roe versus Wade. <clears throat> I have a cousin. I'm not going to name her, but I have a cousin who had an abortion, and she she never forgave herself for it, and it messed her up, and it still messes her up to this day, and... One minute, please. Hello? Hello? Welcome back. Uh, I'll explain what was going on there. My dad was, as I was getting my stuff out of the car, my dad was walking the dog, and he had a flashlight out, and I was was wanting to try to explain it. I was right in the middle of the podcast, and I thought, well, Maybe the better thing to do is just go ahead and save it and then go back inside and finish up. But anyway, get back to what I said. Yes, I had a cousin who had an abortion done and she felt horrible about it afterwards. And it saddens me that my cousin didn't think about the child and all this. But, and, and, and she's never forgiven herself for it either. If we put stuff out there and, and, 
and I know we have there's so much out there that you know shows like you know choose life you know if you don't want the baby you know give it give it up for adoption there's so many different options out there it's unreal mm-hmm. and that's all I'm going to say on that from personal note And I'm going to try to, I won't be able to do it this Thursday, but I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to include, I'm going to try to have on another guest speaker for us on, he'll probably, I'll probably be able to get him next Thursday. I'm going to do everything I can get him next Thursday, but he'll be, he'll be, he'll be introduced. I'll introduce himself. He'll be. He wants to go under a fake name, which that's fine, but I really believe that we will truly love listening to this guy because he's got a good grasp on even Roe versus Wade and a whole bunch of other different topics. I think his name is his his name on here is gonna be Madman, but he is just he is unbelievable and I think that he will be a huge plus to the show. But anyway. I'm going to just um, stop right there on that and co-host your, your thoughts on all this. Well, I just wanted to start off by saying that, believe it or not, it's actually uh, less healthy to have an abortion. You see, most women who have an abortion, they're actually uh, – prone to have uh, breast cancer at a higher rate than people who don't. And not only that, but even with this uh, Roe v. Wade thing going on, we're even if we do manage to finally get, get it off the table of the problem is we're not going to fully get rid of abortions. That's just all there is to it. You see, there's, there's these, uh, what I'm trying to say is that there have been laws and debates on the subject of abortion since for 181 years. I, I think the first laws dealing with abortion actually went into effect in 1841. So, uh, this this is not going to end the uh, whole Roe v. Wade. The whole Roe v. Wade thing is not going to end the subject on abortion. It's no. I'm afraid it's just going to keep going on for years and years to come, and that is just sad, if you ask me. True. Uh, I want to add one more thing to this, and this is something I I just thought of this and I think it's important to note too I want our listeners to note this but on this whole subject Roe, an overturn Roe versus Wade does not necessarily make abortion against the law it does not what it does is it kicks the issue to the state governments mm-hmm 
Oregon may say, sure, you can have an abortion. The state of Oregon may say, hey, sure, you can have an abortion. State of Alabama be like, uh-uh, no way, Jose. And it's going to be like this through all, all the different 50 states. You're going to get 50 different variations of laws. And you're also going to, then you're also going to get state Supreme Courts like the Oregon Supreme Court, the Alabama Supreme Court, the Georgia Supreme Court. I mean, you're going to get all these different state Supreme Courts' opinions too on this. So to think that, you know, Roe versus Wade is going to overturn Rush forever, no. That is Pollyanna thinking, and no, it's not. I mean, it's the liberals, if, if they think this is going to end, you know, this is going to end abortion, they are, they're, they're totally forgetting about state governments. And for the conservatives, the same thing holds true. We're forgetting about state governments here. State governments, we're not with a lot of power. And all, all in overturn Roe versus the way we do, we kick the issue back to the state governments. <clears throat> yes, essentially all that Roe v. Wade is going to do is transfer the, uh, the power over from the federal government over to state government. It's going to go from the 14th Amendment to the 10th Amendment. And that's pretty much all that's going to happen. Sadly. Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> and oh yes, another topic, another freebie topic. I I let my host and I had to come in on real quick. Hallelujah! Elon Musk was successfully able to buy Twitter. Yay! 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 And the were, finally did it. <laughs> yes, and oh, the liberals. Uh, Twitter fought it, but the they they lost, and I'm just like, yay! Someone finally understands the importance of free speech. Hooray! It's oh. interesting to note that I remember seeing that um, one of former President Trump's lawsuits against Twitter, which he was suing so he could get back his old Twitter account. That that lawsuit was, I believe he lost that lawsuit, but he's he's already said that he doesn't. He hasn't what? I remember oh. hearing that former President Trump didn't want to be on Twitter, but then again, I mean, there was this, this there's. You keep going out. I can't hear you. Okay, you're back on. Now, um, what I was saying was, is former President Trump, he had filed a lawsuit against her to try to get back his old Twitter account, and the lawsuit failed, but you know Elon Musk already bought Twitter, so it'd be easy
<sighs> Are you Me there? To it'd be easy just for Elmus to just give the former president of the United permission to post on. I mean, well, actually, permission to post on Twitter. All I'm going to say about that, co-host, the floor is yours. Well, I wanted to say that he has already given Trump his uh, Twitter page back, and he's not the only one. Alex Jones has gotten his back, and so has uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. We might even see uh, Professor Jordan Peterson get his back again. I certainly hope so. That would just make my day. Me too. Anyway... I'm going to go ahead and stop. I think this is a good stopping point here for today. If I may try to go ahead and squeeze in Madman, it won't be this. Th- go ahead and try. I may go ahead and try to get Madman in next week. We'll we'll continue this discussion a little bit more in next week and see what he has to say about this because he's got some very unique. He's had he's got personal experience on this as well, and I think that everyone would enjoy hearing about it. It's this issue this issue is personal for him as well. So this is I if for no other reason just to hear us crack some jokes and for you guys to get to actually hear Madman what he thinks, please tune in next week. Looking forward to it. All right. We'll just go ahead and sign off from here. This is Seth Holland. And this is Daniel Thomas. Have a good night.